Welcome to 3ND, your source for great NBA talk from our spot here in the T-Dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. This week's three. Should the Raptors be buyers or sellers? A little bit of both. None of the above when it comes to the trade deadline this year. They are sitting in a playoff contention. Should they put their pedal to the metal and try and get someone? <clears throat> Miles Turner? Or hold back and see what you got. Speaking of trade deadline, uh, trade season is among us. Uh, and now Cam Reddish is on his way to New York City. With Atlanta making that move and GM Travis Schlenk coming out and saying that he thinks it might have been a mistake to bring everybody back, what's Atlanta's next best move? And then we round out this episode with a game of baller or bench dude looking at this year's rookie class. Neighbor Brandon is back. So sit back, relax, and let us walk you through the big three stories from around the association. Yo. Dave, what's going on, bro? What is up, my friend? Uh, you know, I'm just here. I'm just uh, enjoying the Sunday morning. I'm a little bit under the weather, but uh, right now, who is it? Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Good point. Uh, you know, I'm here. It's Sunday. Um, we, uh, this football playoffs have just started. Uh, my New England Patriots got themselves a shit kicked last night. <laughs> I believe yeah. is the, is the technical term by, uh, by the Buffalo Bills. So congratulations to Bills Mafia. Break some more tables. You chicken wing loving motherfucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it's good. You know, I'm good. Um, there's so much going on in the NBA world right now. I feel yeah. like um, for a while there, it was just kind of like, okay, kind of going along. And then, you know, the last week has just been nuts. Um, we'll get to some of those other things in the news notes. But you want to jump right into our topics? Because I think these are some big ones. I think there's some Yeah, big let's ones. do it. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. All right. So the, the we'll say local. We'll say the Raptors are first. Now, the Raptors have been kind of up and down. They lose pretty pretty badly um, on Friday night in Detroit. Then go to Milwaukee, who had Giannis, and beat them. So yeah. We don't really know who the Raptors are. And so as it relates to the trade deadline, are the Raptors, should they should be sellers, buyers, tinkerers, or just, just leave it alone and we'll see what happens? I think uh, for our all intents and purposes, we should be leaving it alone. Just see how she goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, just use this as the gap year that it was always created to be, right? Like, yeah, like I, there's there's no clear goal this year. There wasn't any going to the season. It was just right. like let's just see what happens. Yeah, let's sort of see. Yeah, let's see what we got. Yeah, yeah. All right. What well, do you think? I, I, see, I'm of the belief that if you that they should be, um, you know who some of these guys are now, and you can tinker a bit with these. I think that's that's where I'm at. Like I'm not. I don't think you should be a buyer. I don't think you should be, you know, short term and giving up stuff, big pieces. Yeah. Um, you and I talked before on this show about um, Miles Turner, and if the right. price is um, what was reported this week, which you know, thank you very much the, to the Indianapolis the newspaper uh, guys for making crap up. They apparently said that oh, while Toronto was looking to acquire Miles Turner, that the OG Ananobi was the piece coming back. If you think that like, Masai and Bobby are going to give you uh, uh, give you OG for Miles Turner, I don't know. That's that's a tough call. 
Not that is a tough call. That's not a tough call. That's a hang up right there. Like, is it, is a twenty-three-year-old like, guy who, who's underperforming his 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 his, his overperforming his contract that he just signed. OG's making eighteen million a year, which sounds yeah. like a lot of money. I'm not saying it's not, but he's on a four-year deal at eighteen million per, roughly eighteen million per. What's Turner? That, that's crazy. That's under. That's under for what a, a, a guy of his of his abilities is, is making in the NBA. Yeah, I I get that. I get that. But at the same time, like there are nights where OG doesn't show up, and there are nights where he just is like a, you know. A 10, 5, and 5 guy. You know what I mean? Like, right. he, he has an impact on the game, but it's not like uh, you, he's not the guy that you go to to close a game out or to get a bucket when you need one when you're down like 5 or 6. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. You're right where OG's overperforming his contract. But I was asking, what's uh, what's Turner making? Just out of curiosity. Oh, that's a good question. Sorry. I, 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 you know, OG and I, we're tight, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, he says he put everyone on the scarf. I put him on the scarves, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miles Turner's contract. Okay, so while I look this up, the other rumor that popped up that was kind of interesting is that apparently they've had talks with San Antonio to pick up Jakob Pertle to reacquire Jakob Pertle. Right. For those wonderful Google commercials with Pascal. Yeah, that was, that was, those are jokes. I got to tell you, I, I don't hate that idea of bringing back Jakob Pertle. No, I don't either. He's a he's a double double threat. I I always liked him when he was part of the bench mob. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he was uh he has really soft touch around the rim and he's I don't know why like my mom used to call him Twinkle Toes because he was so like light on his feet. Mm. You know? He had really good lateral movement and I don't know, he's just uh he's obviously a good guy in the locker room. They all yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you want a guy like that? Back, but like again, what are you going to give up? Well, this is this is it, right? So the the rumor is that that would be Boucher. Um, I think it was Boucher, a second rounder, and maybe one of you know your deep bench guys, like uh, like an Isaac Bonga or um, even maybe uh, a Malachi, if uh, yeah, to just to balance out the salaries. But it's crazy. Like uh, Boucher's been playing really well the past couple months, right? Boucher's a free agent, um, uh, unrestricted free agent. I think Pirtle, uh still has another year on his deal. I'm double checking. Hey, Miles, Miles Turner makes about the same amount of money. Uh, yeah, like salary as just uh, just just about eighteen. Yeah, it's about eighteen. So I mean, a one to one like that. I just, I just, I can't imagine the Raptors saying, "Okay, we're going to take Miles Turner, who is, you know, yeah, he's a good center, but what, you know." OG, they they're pretty high on OG, right? Like they're really, yeah. They put a lot of stock into him, right? Well, they put a lot of stock into him. He's 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 one of their guys. He's this year. He is, you know, he he he. Right, he's a bit of a tease, right? Like he comes in and, he, and you're like, oh my god, this guy's an, an amazing player. But he is also their are their shutdown. They're still their shutdown guy. Like Scotty Barnes, for all of the love about him on his, on the defensive end, he's not he's not quite there yet. Yeah. So. I don't know. I I think it's a hang up, but who knows? Who knows? Um, but what I would do is I would look for like the Jakob Pertl deal. Like it's low cost, um, relatively, versus you know the upside is you get a true big man who can rebound, and 
down in San Antonio because we don't see a ton of him. But look at his numbers. His scoring, he can he's dropping like 11, 12 points a game. He's getting seven boards. And he shoots from the outside now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Capertle. Just <laughs> threes, keeping him honest. That's good. That's a, he's a good floor spacer then, I guess, too. That's what I'm saying. Just is out there. So, if I were the Raptors, I would do that. I'm on – all right. Now, while I'm while I'm on the Raptors um, detail, let me ask you two two quick questions about two guys who are really important. Yeah. Both of whom have been out a bit. Are you concerned at all by the fact that Gary Trent Jr. has missed so much time? Uh, not – not too, not too concerned. Uh, his defensive capability and energy this year is like I, I can't put it into words how much he's done for the team. Right, mm-hmm. like without him, we don't have that like defensive. Uh, how can I put this? Like that je ne sais quoi. You know what no, I mean? I got yeah. No, I, I'm with you. So, uh, and offensively, he's like hit or miss some nights, but. Uh, He's always a threat, so he'll you know he'll always attract the defense. So, but how how many games has he missed so far this year? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm like, looking at the missed... injury itself. I'm just looking up the injury itself. He's missed, yeah. Gary Trent Jr.'s missed maybe a handful of games. He's at least at least four or five games, right? Right. So I mean, he's in here and um, yeah. It... Like it was the, it was the ankle that swelled up, swelled mm-hmm. swelled up or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not too, too concerned about it. Four or five games, a couple of them were for COVID-related, uh, it says here. So, you know. Right, right. That's understandable. Okay. But I'm, I'm more concerned by the fact that Scotty Barnes has a knee <laughs> problem. Are you, yeah. Uh, on the level of panic, on the level of, like, okay. On the level of one to five Karens. <laughs> Five being, oh my God, there's people in here who are, you know, wearing white after Labor Day. Yeah. You know, that level of Karen. Or is, are, you know, like, are we like, you know, like yelling at the grocery store manager, Karen? Like, how many Karens are you concerned? Like, I'm like a 0.5. Actually, okay. no, I'm a one. I'm a one. You're Sorry. a one. So you're, yeah. so you're like a white lady in the mall concerned. Like, when there's a group of uh, ethnic teenagers walking past. You kind of hold That's, your purse. You, she's. You, I'm a purse holder right now. Gotcha. So look, I got you. Okay, I got you. There's. <laughs> I think there's something going on with his knee. Yeah. Like, there has to be because he tweaked it. Uh, shit. About a week, like eight, nine yeah. days ago. Mm-hmm. And then you can see he's not as explosive. He was. He was like one for seven against Detroit. You, Scotty should be feasting against that lineup. Oh, hundred percent. He was off, and he's been he's been off for a little bit. Like he's kind of in um, a bit of a swing. Yeah, it uh, could be the rookie slump, though. Like it could be, and we're going to talk about some rookies later on. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's. I think he is maybe in a wall a bit. But I'm a little concerned that the knee, like he came back for one game and then has to sit again. Yeah, that's that's concerning. That's what gets me. It's like mm, you know, it, uh, listen. I, I think Scott watching Scotty Barnes is one of the treats that we get to have in Toronto to watch all of his games because he is such a such a fun guy to watch. He's such a fun player to, to watch. But if you can right. hold him out for three or four games to make sure that knee is good and, and, and taken care of, then yeah, man. Do yeah. it. He's Absolutely. the franchise. Give him give him like he's he's they're gonna give him the keys in a few years. So just you know, Listen, let him he, heal he's up. A, 
between him, it's it's him, Fred, and Pascal. That's yeah. that's that's who you're going to build your next run on. Exactly. So you better, you know, and 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 even you can delete probably Pascal from that if you had to. But, ooh, ooh, careful, not, careful. No. That's a slippery slope. Listen, I'm saying I want Pascal to say, but if you have to, if you're like, okay, one of these guys has got to go. If we're, you know, uh, FMK this this particular, you know, this particular list. I'm sorry, I'm killing Pascal. Yo, Pascal over the past three, four weeks, the best um, Pascal you've ever seen, or no? Ooh. Yeah, you're probably right on that. He's probably this. Probably like, this it was one. like he, he was this was his best stretch as a Raptor or in the NBA since like the beginning of the 2020 season, like before like COVID and stuff, you know? Yeah, when he was just balling out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you remember when people were making those, uh, uh, the Tatum comparisons? No, oh, yeah. Like, who would you take, Jason Tatum or Pascal? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, right now, who would you take, Jason Tatum or Pascal? You all see, there's, there's, yeah. there's a rub, right? You, you, you can't really answer that. Oh, I, I think I can answer that right now. Who would you take? I, I would take Pascal. Or if you're, Tatum. if you're talking to me today at, uh, you know, Sunday morning, I'm telling you, I'm taking Pascal Siakam right now. Jason Ooh. Tatum just has, has regressed a bit. You think so? Up. Yeah. His shooting percentage is a little bit lower this year. Yeah, no, but... listen, I think he's, I think he's great offensively. What does that guy do for you on the defensive end? Yeah, sweet fuck, which is which is shit because he's such a big guy. Yeah, he's and, and he's, he's a good too. listen. He's a good player. He's a very good offensive player, but his defense has regressed. It's just, just... But you, you can tell the offensive guys that you know, like primarily offensive guys that that just phoned it in on defense. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and oh. he's and he's listen. He's he's got it on speed dial. Let's be let's be called what it is. Yeah. Okay, so I think I mean, we're both in agreement yeah. that the Raptors are probably. You know, this is whatever you get is house money this year. Yeah, you might see a little, you might see a little movement with like you know, like your end of bench pieces. But yeah, like, yeah. I you know, you okay. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me use this opportunity to say, uh, we, like I wish they would ship out Malachi Flynn to a team that could use him. Yeah, because he's. I think Flynn is pretty good. For he hasn't been, he hasn't played great this year, but no, I think, but I last think... year the year like yo he was good. No, no, I, I, I thought he was good. Um, I'm not. I wasn't a sold like a lot of people um, that I spoke to last year were, especially towards the end of the year, were like Flynn's really coming on, and I have to agree that, it, that he finished stronger than he started. Right. The only the all it was always going to be weird um, with Kyle and him and Fred because you have three of basically the same type of guard yeah. um, in terms of their body sense and their and their defensive like the shorter um, bulldog type guys, right? Um, well, I would, for, at that point, I wouldn't even call Flynn like you know physically similar. He's he's a lot. Uh, oh, see. yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, he kind of has the same sort of the defensive style in terms. Of right, that. right. But on the offensive end, Flynn needs the ball, right? Yeah. He can't do what uh, Fred or Kyle have done, which is you know they where they can switch off interchangeably. So he's truly like a point guard, point an old school point guard. Kind of in the mold of like Jalen Brunson, where you're like, oh, if this guy doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's not really helping us on offense. Yeah. Is I don't want Malachi to necessarily have the ball. Like, 
one, I don't necessarily need him to bring that up and, and initiate an offense because we have so many guys who could do that, right? Between Gary Trent and um, and uh, Pascal, and the, and then the Toronto offense is also built on move so much movement. Yeah, if he's, if he's having to hold the ball for five, six, eight seconds, I I don't think he's a bad player. I actually do think he, he is, and I'm with you 100. percent I really no, yeah, we're just, I'm just gets... trying to say like he could he could he might be able to do better elsewhere. 100. Oh, percent Right. Oh, yeah, and so I hope that a team that that can use him gets him. You're right, and we get something out of it, and you know we move on. You know, uh, the the way you go. That being said, the Raptors do need depth at the point guard because you cannot keep running out Freddie uh, for 40 minutes a, a night. Either. No, no. They they have a backup point guard. He's just down in Miami hanging out and making uh, videos in uh, in the Miami Heat training facility. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's that was the plan. He was yeah. the backup point guard. But anyway, uh, we'll move on. Let's move on. All right. Speaking of uh, deals, Atlanta made a big deal. I think the biggest deal so far this year. I think it's the biggest trade. I mean, no disrespect to Rajon Rondo going to Cleveland, but no, that um, uh, that that blockbuster didn't really uh, add up. <laughs> didn't didn't set the league afire. Um, I do think that this is one of the first moves, and I won't say it's a major, major move, but it's a pretty big move for Atlanta. Um, Atlanta dealt Cam Reddish um, to the Knicks for Kevin Knox, a uh, heavily protected first-round pick. Um, that's actually Charlotte's first-round pick um, going back to Atlanta. Um, I love this deal for the Knicks. Not only yeah, the, the Knicks. Barry, let, let's let's let, let's make it clear: the Knicks. Fucking fleeced Atlanta here. Yeah, I think so too. I think like so. for sure. I I I'm not gonna disagree with that. So the Knicks picked up Reddish um, to play. They're gonna looks like he's likely gonna come off the bench and become sort of their big wing guy on the on the in the second unit, which is great because Cam Reddish in the second unit can easily get keep that twelve point um, uh, average that he's got going like with those with that Knicks team. He'll be he'll be great. Yeah. Then you can switch him off and play with RJ, and you can mix him into the mix up there. But you know, I think that that's great for the Knicks. Um, but Atlanta, the GM Travis Schlink went on. I think it was on a radio show. Maybe it was just an interview. But he went on record as saying he thinks he goes. That's on me. Um, maybe it was wrong for me to bring everybody back. So well, to be he fair, full out said it. He said that he said the the quiet part out loud. It might have been a mistake for me to bring all these guys back. That's so on me. Why do you still have a job? <laughs> you know, like because he has. Listen, everybody gets a chance to sort of course correct a little bit, right? Like, okay, we went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I thought we were there. Maybe not. They're over evaluated some of our talent. Okay, yeah. moving along. Um, you know, in uh, Toronto Raptor terms, like he, 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 it's Colangelo's first. You know, it's Colangelo and Hito Turkoglu. Right. Now he's gonna yeah. go get Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so like, he gets he gets one. He gets one. But what is Atlanta's move? Because Atlanta doesn't. Atlanta has a lot of payroll now. They signed. They re-signed um, uh, Kevin Herter. They re-signed John Collins to a very big deal. Um, yeah. And they, of course they have Trey Young on his big deal. I think Gallinari, uh, uh, Bo, um, well Bogdanovich. Yeah, so they. Have, I don't understand how they're not performing. Like, yeah, like DeAndre Hunter's been out for a while. Uh, John Collins missed some time this year, 
Yeah. Uh, shit. I think Capella, Capella's out now, isn't he? Uh, or, he's been in and out. Yeah, he's been one of those guys where it's again, it's sort of like, oh, you got what? Oh, now he's down. Oh, he's back. No, he's out. Yeah. So it's it. They haven't had a full roster all season. So like, I kind of get why they're slipping, but for them to be doing this bad, this poorly, I, uh, I don't know. Do you? Think, I have no words. You got no words, eh? No. So no thoughts about maybe having them um, blow it up. I listen. How do you go from making the ECF last year yeah. to not to even being near the playoffs? Not even in the playoff conversation, really. Like it's, you, you blow it up because a lot of guys were injured this year and like COVID and stuff, or what do you do? I think I think yeah. So you know, this is this is a bigger question for all the teams as the trade deadline comes up in uh, uh, like three three and change or three weeks and change. Um. Is what are you gonna do? Like, how are you gonna, how are you going to figure out what you have based on this season? That being said, I think he's looking at it over the couple of years and realizing mm, maybe maybe I, I I accelerated the process last year by signing those guys, um, Gallinari and stuff. To be honest, that's who I'd be if I'm if I'm in the Atlanta chair and I've got that. I'm saying you know what, if your name's not uh, Collins or Trey Young. And then you know I'd listen on Herder, I'd listen on Capella, but Bogdanovich, you can I, you can have him. He's right here on the on the block. Same thing with Gallinari. You want him? He's yours. Yeah. And just kind of pair back because you're gonna you, they're hamstrung. They're gonna have no. Like, this is gonna be the team that they have for the next three years, right? Unless they make some moves and get um, uh, and free up some cap space because otherwise, you know what I mean? Like they're. I like Gallinari, but I'm not giving you first rounders. I'm not giving you young talent for no, no, of course but, not. But if I'm a if I'm a team looking to make the playoffs or a team that's like, you know, we might be able to do something here. Like perfect example would be a team like Memphis or a team like um even a team like Cleveland. If the price is right, getting the Gallinari is perfect for your team. Right. Guy can rebound. He can shoot a bit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so if I'm Atlanta, I'm I'm looking to move up, move out anything that I that I you know that's not foundational. It's not a teardown to me, but it's like mm, you better you better move you better move some stuff. You give the deck a shuffle, right? Yeah, you know what? Sometimes and again, this, I don't know. Like Trey Young, he's he's been great, but he's also had you know COVID issues and he's out. Um, I don't know. I just, what do you so what do you think? Like, what would you do if you were in Atlanta spot? I don't know. I think I would uh, like anything. Uh, you're right, exactly what you said about uh, Collins and Trey Young. Anything that's not nailed down, you're 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 up for trade, right? But I do like DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, so do I. That that was my guy for a while. I like him too. I think, but again, is he someone that you would? Because he's probably. I think he did. He sign his extension, or is he? Uh, yeah, I, I think, think he's. I think he's like reddish. He's another guy they have to pay. Right. So but, again, you got to. So here's the thing: his, his injury history mm. is uh, it's not kindly in his favor. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's no, not, yeah, uh, He won't command that much money compared to if he was healthy all the time. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay. One big, big rumor that was out there this week about the Atlanta Hawks is that they, you know, they have kicked the tires on Ben Simmons. 
Now, I know everyone's been checking on Ben Simmons, blah, blah, blah. But there was talk that, like, hey, if they could get Simmons, um, Collins would be the guy going out. That, that uh, I don't know. And apparently Collins is not happy with his role in the offense. He wants more offense for him, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I don't see a package there. I don't see it either. I just, I don't see a, see, I don't see a problem with like the numbers matching up. I actually kind of like Ben Simmons and Trey Young together as a backcourt. That would be like amazing. Yeah. Um, but like, what, what are you going to do with like, are they going to play inside outside because Ben Simmons can't shoot? No, no, that's, yeah, that's what, but that would, that would allow you to have Ben Simmons um, take on the defensive role of the primary, like the best, best player on the other team. And, right. Have him attack the basket, which allows um, Trey to not have to go in and drive all the time and take the hits. That's the thinking. Um, oh, the, okay, but I don't see the fit in in down in Philly. John Collins doesn't fit doesn't necessarily fit alongside um, what Philly has. In, in exactly. Speed. So if you if you want more of the ball, and you're gonna have to deal like you got Embiid number one, Tobias Harris number two. Maxi number three, so like, where are you gonna slot? Where are you gonna slot Collins in there? Then you gotta, yeah, and then you gotta get the, you got, you gotta get your shooters off, right? You have the reason that team is works is because you have Danny Green and you have Seth Curry, Seth Curry, and you've got you know guys who can shoot the ball, the right. Bible, um, Corkmoss. That's a team that needs to needs to move the ball around. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I don't see the fit along there. I just don't. Um, speaking of Tobias Harris. And crazy rumors, and we'll end. We'll uh, we'll end the Ben Simmons talk here because it just gets wilder and wild. Apparently, Daryl Morey has not not just you know had talks to people, which is fine. Apparently, his asks for what for getting Ben Simmons are increasing. Like he wants. Yeah, Daryl Morey's just fucking high. Like yeah, that. I, swear, I didn't know that Pennsylvania legalized it. I I was no, aware. No. Like you're, he's making a, this fucking guy Simmons is making a mockery of the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's basically got fucking Daryl's Daryl Morey's balls in a vice, and he's well, like, all right. Like, I'm like, what are you? But what are you doing, Daryl Morey? Like, I don't. Uh, anyway, asking for more. But here's 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 the latest one, and this I think is this is a Shams report. Apparently, they're trying to say if you want Ben Simmons, you got to take Tobias Harris and his contract too. Mic what drop, the mic drop. Like, what are you? What you want? Someone? Hey, if you want Ben Simmons and his thirty million dollar contract, we need to tie you to this other twenty nine million dollar contract. So you need to take on fifty nine million dollars worth of, of contracts um, just to have access to Ben Simmons. To which everyone's like, right? But Ben Simmons has don't money shoot. Like that. Nobody has money like that. Nobody wants. No, but the thing is, that's that's two superstars. Yeah. That's two all stars. Like what? That's like okay. Um, we'll send Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons to, to Utah for uh, for Mitchell, Joe Ingles, and Mike Conley. <laughs> what? Uh... What are you smoking? Like anyway, Daryl uh, Daryl Morey, good on you, pal. Like good for you. But that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, let's let's switch. Let's go over to the rookies because I, I uh, this is a fun game. We're gonna play a game of uh, a new game called Baller or Bench Dude for some okay. rookies. And I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about you know where you see them in five years. Okay. Oh oh so so like not right now. 
No, 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 not right now. Like we're we're gonna put, we're gonna play. You know, you know, put on the put on your uh, your your magic hat and your pull out your crystal ball, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go NBA rookies. Okay, so this is a little prediction. Uh, prediction. Uh, uh, well, yeah. A little, uh, little fortune telling. A little, uh, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. So let me pull up some names here. Now, the obvious ones are guys like I'm. You know, we can all agree that we all think that that you know, like Jalen Green and and Kate Cunningham, they're ballers. Right. Right. Do you agree? I agree. Okay. Do we want to say the same thing for Scotty Barnes? Do you want to just? Take him and put him in. He's 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 a baller. I think he's gonna be a baller too. Okay. He's he's starting on the Raptors for sure. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Now some other names, and some of them might be obvious. Some of them might not, not so much. Evan Mobley, five years from now, baller. Tell me why. Uh the scoring ability alone. Really? On, on a team that that needs it. The kid's amazing. Have you like? He's done some shit that I haven't seen or I've never seen guys do in the NBA yet before. For instance, the George Gervin scoop shot mm. that he pulled out up up and under the rim from one side of the basket to the other. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you, I've seen that only before in, like, you know, Dr. J-esque replays from the, the 70s and stuff. I was like, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Baller. Evan, Evan Mobley. Baller. Okay. And he's not too bad on defense either. No, I like him on defense. I like him. I, I thought his defense was going to be. In all honesty, I thought his defense was going to be way ahead of his offense, and it seems to be the other way. The offense is slightly ahead of his defense, but yeah. uh, Once he figures out, you know, how to position himself a little bit better, you know, the life just comes with time. And the spacing, the spacing of the NBA games, a lot different. Yes, yeah, that's exactly it. He'll Um, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. And the speed. People forget always the speed. Like it's not just the speed up and down. Like you know. Court to court, um, that kind of thing. Uh, sorry, basket to basket uh, um, on the court. It's also the speed in which guys fill gaps. So you think you may have like a second or two seconds to to make your move. You don't have that. You've got to move, or or that that hole is closed. Yeah. So yeah, the speed of the game for sure. All right, let's move on to a couple other names I got for you. Franz Wagner down in Orlando. Baller. 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 Tell me. Tell me. Yo. Franz Wagner is the fucking truth. That guy, yo, let me let me pull up his averages. But like, what do you think about him? Oh, I I love I love the guy. So he, Franz Wagner, right now is averaging fifteen points a game, around 14, 15 points a game. Um, he's averaging half a block. He's got like uh three three rebounds, three and a half rebounds. Like this guy, this guy can play. Yeah. This guy can play. I, I like him too, and I can be honest. I want to talk about his teammate and the guy who the Raptors fans were crying that we didn't get, Jalen Suggs. Yeah, uh, revenge dude. Uh, he'll be well just because it's Orlando. Like I think Cole Anthony's gonna want more after a little while. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Suggs will be their starting point guard. But, but is but is he in your mind a true baller or a bench dude? No, I it's you know I'm fifty fifty straight up. Oh, interesting. I've, I've, I've made my call, and it's not favorable. I think he's a bench dude. Oh. I think long-term in the NBA, he is a bench guy. Not a bad, not a deep bench guy. Not a uh, not a street clothes guy. Not a guy who you're like, hey, look at that guy's hoodie tonight. Like, not that guy. But he's coming off the bench for me. He's, 
he has not shown me enough that he has made the transition from the college game to the pro game. In yeah. the game he has played. And of course, he's been injured and all those other things. So maybe I'm wrong. But my prediction is in five years, he is someone's. Well, just based on what we've seen, right? Just based on what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A couple more for you. Josh Giddy. The Thunder. Baller, 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 baller. Straight up baller, right? Yo, this this kid's the fucking truth. Like, he's going to be averaging a triple double every night. You think, eh? You think he's. Well, what's. Like, look, look, look. Once he starts shooting the ball a little bit more, he'll be given a little bit more. Like, he's going to be a 20, 10, and 10 guy for sure. Mm hmm. For sure. Right. I like it. I like it. Um, let's see here the list. Um, Alpern Sengun, the center from Houston. So he was really good to start the uh, the season off. Mm-hmm. But I think he's kind of fallen off. He's, again, the rookie wall is not a joke. No, right? it's really not. So I'm not too sure. I think the jury's still out in my mind, but like I'll be like 50-50. You're, you know, you're, I gotta, I, I gotta hire you as my, you know, to work at my school, man. You are very generous with the grades. I got him as a bench dude. I don't think he's, I don't uh, think he's anything special. I don't think he's like a guy you're like, oh man, Sengun just went off again. Like it's, you know, I think we're gonna be excited by Sengun because every now and again he will go off. For the most part, you'll be like, man, eh, okay, he's all right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I think, uh, like, just because you see the, the the straight like quality of numbers he put up. Yeah, in the first two months of the season, and then just kind of fell off. But like, so I have, so I also have my 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 Houston Rockets um, caveats attached to him because remember, Andrea Bargnani averaged almost twenty points on a really bad um, Raptor team. So, someone yeah. you know, as the as Bob McCowan, uh, former uh, you know radio host Bob McCowan used to say, Bob McCowan, yo, what's Bob doing these days? He's done, he's got a podcast. He's in the podcast space, you know. Oh, okay, okay, if you okay. want some tips, you can always bring us up, Bob. We're we're always here to help. But <laughs> uh, Bob Bob McCown said it so, Somebody's got to score. Yeah. So you know, someone's got to rebound. Yeah. So I mean, if you play the minutes that you play, then okay, cool. But anyway, I got I got two more names for you, and we'll wrap it up here. I got two names for. Uh can we do three? Yeah, we'll do three names. We, we'll squeeze it in. Sure, sure, sure. Davion Mitchell. Uh. I don't know too much about his game to make an accurate judgment call. Do you want to enlighten me? What's that? Enlighten me. Enlighten me. No, I was going to say, do you want to enlighten me? Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. Of course. So, Davion Mitchell's, um, he's in, he's, it's weird. It's hard, hard to say because he's kind of stuck in that overguarded, that overcrowded guard situation in, um, in Sacramento, right? Where they have De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, who they're playing more as a three, uh, and now Davion Mitchell. Right. Mitchell's a really good defender. Um, I want like he's averaging like I think it's like seven points, something like that, seven and a half points a game. Like he's he's okay. He'll get more run. Uh, he's obviously much more like he was. He's coming out of college, coming out of Baylor. He was like the number one defender, uh, and so I think he's gonna there. But again, I think he's a bench guy. I think he he comes in. Um, Maybe gets a little bit of offense, but for the most part, is there to like come in and get some get some play. I think his eight points or seven or eight points or whatever it is is gonna go up. He can he can get you a ten eleven, but yeah. he is he is the classic third guard. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. That's why he's explosive, and when he when when he has some open floor and he can get up, he's got some highlights um, dunking on guys. But you know whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, I got two more names for you. I got um, Nishan Bones Highland. By the way, great. That's a name. wicked fucking name. Great wicked name. name. Yeah. Bones Highland. Uh, in yeah, he, just, he just blew up. He exploded last night. He? he did. That's why he's on the list. Do you think that's that's a preview? What's what's to come? Do you think Jamal Murray is uh, no? When, when Jamal comes back, he's not getting nowhere near those many. No, no you're right. You're right. I think that I I'll tell you this. I don't know if he's a starter, but I do think Bones Highland has the t- capability to be a baller in the like Jamal Crawford kind of way. Uh, so like, you know six I mean? like man, this comes in and just you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's torching second unit guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Jamal Crawford, you know, probably for you know he did start a little bit in his career, and then went to the bench, and then just became like the guy off the bench, right? Yeah. So I think I think Highland's got a long career like as that guy. And I'm really? gonna end it with the last the last name, local boy, Chris Duarte with the Indiana Pacers. Right, right, right. Uh, he's he's gonna be a baller. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I think he's so. Kind of losing some of his minutes to Lance Stevenson right now, but I think it's because we're all living in 2022, and this is the multiverse. Yeah. So apparently, we've brought in Lance Stevenson from the other multiverse. Yeah, like he is Toby Maguire's Lance Stevenson, and he's yeah. here uh, with us, just 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 scoring. But yo, uh, Chris Chris is averaging 13 and, and nine. No, yeah. oh, sorry, 13 and what the fuck. I'm blind. Thirteen and three. Sorry. No, no, no. But he's he's got good numbers. Yeah. And again, I think he's a baller. I agree. I'm with you. I think he's a baller. I think once, once we all kind of realize and we all kind of go, wait, it's 2022. Lance Stevenson shouldn't be like this. And then Lance Stevenson, you know, falls back to to earth. Yeah, which will be is been, it's inevitable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so those are, you know, so I think we're we're about fifty. Um, I really am excited to see some of these rookies. I think this is one of the deeper classes we've seen in a while. In For sure, I agree. Years. I agree. You know what? Since we're giving love to uh, the the Montreal, the Canadian boy, uh, shout out to Josh Primo from Mississauga. Yes, yes. doing work on Spurs. Yeah, the kid Very who great. looks awesome. <clears throat> if you saw that kid in a mall, you'd be like, "Get out of here, you, you mall rat!" Like, what are you doing? He he looks like he's like twelve. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if he wears a backpack and a baseball cap. I might tell him to go to class. Yeah, like get get your ass to class. What do you stop being here? Go get him. You have algebra. Go. Yeah, that's crazy. It does, does... It's it's crazy to see these these guys that are <laughs> born in like, you know, for for instance, Duarte was born in '97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. That makes me feel old already. Dude, you have no idea. Do you know when Primo was born? Was that? Do you want to know what day Josh Primo was born? I'm 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 scared to know. December twenty fourth, two thousand and two. Good lord. We're old as fuck. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, he's nineteen. He's uh he's doing really well for himself. Man. He is. And I you know, and, and you're right. Shout out to the local boy. Shout out to uh, <laughs> the guy who le- legitimately could not have been I won't say thus deal of the draft, but I don't think I think all of us were like, "Who? What? What's going on there?" But yeah, he, this guy looks like he's a baller. Like he looks like he can once he once he, you know you know he gets to uh, the weight room a little bit, puts on a little bit of of his you know his pardon the term, but this man weight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like get a little get a little in there. He's going to be really really great. Also, 
once he's finally able to stay up late enough to watch, um, you know, uh, the, the Jimmy Fallon show, then, then uh, you know, good for you, buddy. The, the, the world's your oyster. Yeah, the future, the future is uh, going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, any news and notes for you? Anything? Any last thoughts? Any? Any? Hey, we didn't. We haven't done yet. We haven't done cats and strays with uh, with with uh, Brandon. So, is there anybody who's on the list this week? Holy fuck! Whoever got me fucking sick this week, I hope you fucking catch it straight right in your ass cheek. God damn! Like, I'm I I haven't even gone to get tested because you can't really anymore. You can't anymore. Yeah, it's, it's listen. Let's just assume that if you're sick, you probably have COVID. Some yeah, like, flavor, you know, pistachio flavored COVID. You got it. Just fucking bullshit. Like I got my third vax on uh, Tuesday. Mm. I was fine. Wednesday night just felt like complete shit. Yeah, same. And then Friday, I'm like, like I got like the the tickle at the back of your throat. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just went downhill this weekend. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna suit up for Sunday morning. I know Dave's counting on me. Let me, uh, you know. <laughs> this is it. This is this is the thing, right? Brent, take a note. Take a note here, Ben Simmons. Take a note here, Kyrie Irving. This is a guy who's playing hurt. Playing hurt. <laughs> Speaking of guys who are hurt, though, and this is my this is my news and note. Um, you know, I you never want to see this. Um, hopefully, it's it's as mild as the Nets said it was uh, last night. Um, Bruce Brown bumped into oh, Kevin Durant into Durant and hyperextended his his knee. Yeah, look, look, that that I hope he's fine. I really do. It doesn't look too bad. It looks like just a stinger. Like mm-hmm. I've done that before. I'm pretty sure everyone's done that before. Yeah, but yeah. you do that stepping off of a ladder rung. No, 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 absolutely. I just hope that it, that it is that way. Yeah. I don't care about the, the, the Brooklyn Nets, um, but, you know, you never want to see a guy who is no. having a great season, you know, fall down. Well, speaking of which, uh, Zach Levine got injured too. Yes, he did. So On uh, Friday, I think it was. So DeRozan and the boys will have to figure out how to uh, – last night they lost in a – Nail biter against Boston. Yeah. Otherwise, I I I believe in the in the lineup. Uh, you heard the nickname for the lineup? No. The Balzac. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not bad. That's wah, not bad. Wah. Yeah, that's I believe not bad it. At all. Well, I don't hate it. So there's that. Uh, <clears throat> listen, while while we still have the opportunity, to go out and vote Freddie Van Bleet for the All Star Game. Demar Derozan yeah. for the All Star Game. Um, everybody just be safe you know it's uh we're almost there i i I really feel like once once we get through omicron um i do think that we'll start to see really good things sustained like we won't always be be worried about it so everybody just stay safe and listen to listen to your favorite basketball podcast yeah and 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 our and and, you know your favorite and our our (laughs) podcast as well you can listen to both (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) holla at your boy all right, man. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk. Be safe. Be well, man. All right, brother. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, that's the show for this week. Thanks so much to Brandon for coming on and giving his opinions. Um, go Cam Reddish in New York City. That's all I got to say there. If you like the show, please like, share, subscribe, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify is a great spot for that. If you want to hit us up, it's Brandon88 on Instagram or D Levitt on Instagram. Or you can find me on Twitter at Dave 
LTO. That's Dave LTO on Twitter. Hit us up with your comments, your likes, your takes. Hey, if you disagree with us, that's even better. You can get into it with us on, on Twitter. I think that's pretty much what that platform is for. So that's it for this week. We'll be back again in seven days. Until then, sit back, relax, and we'll talk to you then.